Amen? At this moment, we are about taking our testimonies. Hallelujah. And so, therefore, without wasting much time, I will call onto the podium, Cleansman Obin Pratt, to come and lead us in a moment of testimony. What a blessing. Wow. Let's celebrate our Father. Let's celebrate our Father. Wow. Papa, thank you for this privilege. We want to share some testimonies that God has been giving this ministry. Hallelujah. If you are privileged to be on our platform, you realize that each and every blessed day, there is a miracle. Hallelujah. So, I will start with our sister. She, she has saved her name, Riri, on the WhatsApp platform. He said, I will be very ungrateful if I kept this testimony to myself, but I was struggling with letting go of someone who was having so much negative influence on me that even my prayers were barely answered. Hallelujah. I could feel God was even angry with me, but since I started listening to the inspiring Apostle Charles podcast, hallelujah. He said, after listening to the inspiring Apostle Charles podcast, I finally gained the courage to let go. And yesterday was when I let go. And instead of being sad, I was actually glad. Hallelujah. How many of us remember this testimony? The lady shared it on the parade grounds. She was saying that she was finding difficult letting go of someone who had offended her. But after listening to the inspiring word of our father, let's celebrate our father once again. She said she decided to let go of everything. And instead of her being sad, she was glad because all the things she prayed for last year are now falling in its right places. Hallelujah. She said, I can't believe this. And yesterday that I let, she was saying that yesterday was the day I let go. And everything that I prayed last year, is now coming to me hallelujah she said god bless you apostle charles Inyaba, and this praying family i'm very grateful hallelujah another testimony from our brother daniel G. he said glory to jesus for giving me a testimony through apostle charles Inyaba. once again let's celebrate our father god is using him to transform lives in this ministry and on this campus hallelujah he said, after the Achaia Mountains, things are just happening in my life in an unusual way. Hallelujah. She said, after the Achaia Mountains, so if you were here and we kept announcing that we are embarking on a trip, a supernatural trip, and it didn't go, you, you missed a lot. He said, after the Achaia Mountains, things are just happening in my life in an unusual way. All the things I had on my request are unfolding one by one. Hallelujah. She says another testimony that God has healed my family from an issue that was tearing my family apart. Wow. She said, God has healed my family from an issue that was tearing my family apart. You see, you are not clapping. You have not gotten to that, you've not gotten to that state. You've gotten to that state, you understand. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 12. He said, they overcame them by the blood and by the testimony of the amount. So, someone is sharing a testimony. God, through our apostle, is healing his family from an issue that was tearing the family apart. Give it up mighty unto God. 
he said another testimony he said my dad called me that some contract that had blocked for three years now had been opened and they said he can come and inspect to start hallelujah these are the prayer points he wrote on the paper when you climb the mountains wait wait i declare in the name of the lord jesus yes, lord. any delayed contract in your life by the reason of this testimony let them be released in the name of amen. jesus amen let them be released in the name of jesus amen the first testimony realized that the lady had bitterness in her heart and through that bitterness most of the things she prayed about were not coming to pass but through the message of i mean the message i preach on forgiveness go through the message i mean when she got convicted and when she let go God also let go of her prayer request. You realize that there are many things most of us are praying for. And the only way God can answer is when you answer to the call of forgiveness. Wow. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, yes, Lord. anybody who has hurt you one way or the other, mm. may God grant you grace to let go. Amen. And as you are letting go, I see uncommon answers in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let your amen thunder. Amen. Wow. His testimonies are plenty. Hallelujah. He said, without asking my dad about any money, he just tested me that I will send you money. And in the morning, the money didn't come. So in the, in the afternoon, the dad called him and he was saying that because I didn't send it in the morning, I will double it up in the evening. Hallelujah. He said, I'm prayed by all these things happening in my life. And I want to give God all the glory and adoration god bless you papa for impacting us with your grace i love you so much daddy hallelujah when i read this testimony i was walking on brunei road and i started blasting in tongues i was very happy my spirit was very this is from our sister Benis, straight from italy this testimony is from italy you you are local boy so you don't know me i'm not sitting i'm not here it's united states where I'm standing right now is the United States. Hallelujah. Please listen to this testimony very well from our sister, Bernice. So this is a testimony from our sister. I mean, she came from Italy, joined us to the mountains. Sit up right. She joined us to the mountains. How many remember her? All right. So she's testifying about the last day when we went to come three. I mean, the kingly anointing. How many remember? Yes. So that's her testimony. So please pay attention. When she was going back to Italy, that was on last week friday yes, when she got to the airport her personal encounter at the immigration i mean with regards to something so let's listen listening to it very carefully got to the airport and i didn't have any issue at the check desk i was asked from one of the immigration officers to take a little boy of 12 years with me to italy he was traveling alone with no assistance because because the father forgot to include it in his ticket and they couldn't find anyone else available to help the child normally it's something that is not done unless you are a family to the person in question fast forward i gave my details and signed an oath to take responsibility of the child after doing all they needed they realized the guy was going to Venice, another region of Italy. So they wanted to bounce the boy. I then suggested they rather change his ticket to my destination. Hallelujah. You need a destiny helper like our sister. 
The guy was bounced and he was left at the airport stranded. So our sister got there and they, they were looking for someone to help the child to Italy. But it's something that is not normally done unless you're a family member to the person. So when they checked the guy's ticket, he was going to Venice and she was going to a different region. So they said, then it's not possible. He can't take the guy to the place. He said, so they wanted to bounce the boy. And then I suggest that they rather change his ticket to my destination so that his father will come for him at my end. Hallelujah. They said no. So they made me bored. And before going, I made a declaration. Hallelujah. I made a declaration telling the guy that either his house reaches like it or not, he was going to his parents that day. Hallelujah. Wow. What a blessing. And as I kept praying in my spirit and speaking in heavenly language, I then received a call from the immigration officers that my idea has been accepted. Hallelujah. Said the idea has been accepted. So they are sending me the boy. Fast forward, we go to Brussels. Immigration check. The most tough check ever. In brackets. The most tough check ever. And I was asked about the boy. I explained everything and the officer requested for a proof. Now listen to this please. He said, I didn't have a copy of the authorization made in Ghana due to the rush. And again, I started praying, hallelujah. You have to be a praying believer by the grace of God. It says, by the grace of God. The kingly anointing that causes even kings to obey and salute you was activated, hallelujah. You see, how many of us remember that the last day our father was pouring oil from the horn and he was declaring the kingly anointing. He was explaining to us what it means to be anointed as a king. He said that anointing that can make a king even salute you came on her. He said the man looked at me and said, it's something illegal and it's not done due to human trafficking but because of views. Tell somebody, because of you, I will allow the guy. You see, so the guy found a destiny helper at the airport. Our sister was a destiny helper to the guy because if not for our sister, the guy will be stuck in Ghana. He said, Apostle, I am a speaking priest. The kingly anointed, as you declared, is at work. Even before stepping foot on my country, I am humbled and forever grateful for the anointing upon your head. And now he said, now I have been contacted by two immigration officers in Ghana that whenever I need their help for anything, I shouldn't hesitate. Wow and wow again. Wow. 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 Let's take this last testimony from our sister, Special Lacey. He said, I thank God so much. God bless you, Apostle. All of a sudden, I felt this unbearable pain in my navel or belly button which made me not able to stand straight. So I knelt down for a while and I started listening to this prayer audio by Apostle. Hallelujah. And he said, after listening to it, I said it in my heart, I am healed. After the audio ended, truly, by the grace of God, the pain has disappeared completely. And I give glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. He said, God bless you, Apostle Charles. So if you are here and if not subscribed to the podcast, please do so. There are many mighty testimonies. We will call on our sisters to come and share some 
life testimonies to you. So our sister Vera, sister Sewa, sister Sheila, please, if you are here, join us in front. Come and share some testimonies that God is doing in your life. Amen. Amen. The Hope Way Revival Church. The Hope Way Revival Church. Can we celebrate God? Amen. And then please let's celebrate our Father too. Hallelujah. Okay, so my sister here is called Sheila. And then there's a testimony. Please let's listen very carefully. She was having stomach ulcer. The reason why I'm using was is that by the grace of God, it's not there. She was having stomach ulcer, and then when this stomach with this stomach ulcer, she always feel back pains. She cannot lie there for long, nor stand there for a very long time. And then at times when she's fasting, it's very very difficult for her to even fast from six to twelve. It's very difficult. So she says whenever she comes for service, she hears testimonies of people being healed and all. But in her heart, she never believed that she will receive a testimony. So please, I want to advise us and then let us know that whenever you come around, don't doubt. There are many people who don't really believe in the power of God, that God can heal us. She was always coming for service, Mondays, Thursdays, 21 days, fasting and prayers. Meanwhile, she didn't believe that she would be healed. So whenever Apostle calls, if there is anyone sick here, please move forward. Umba. Why? Because she doesn't really believe that she will be healed. But one day she discussed with one of her friends and then the friend told her that whenever Apostle calls that you should come and let him pray for you. Please move. So I, I remember one in one of our days, the 21 days fasting, how many of us remember that Apostle said, if there is anyone sick here, but our sister here was waiting and then I think later she came. So her papa was like, but I called for people who were sick. And then after that, papa prayed for her poured oil on her and then declared over her life that may any sickness, anything that she's experiencing disappear. The amazing part is that after the prayers, she's not feeling the pains again. No back pain. Now she can stand there for long. She can lie down for long. And then by the grace of God, she is healed. Can we shout glory? Tell someone glory. Thank you, Jesus. And by the grace of God, my sister here is testifying that she is healed. And in the 21 days, she was able to fast from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. But at first, she couldn't do it. So this is her testimony. Amen. God bless you so much. Amen. Can we celebrate the grace of God in the house? Amen. Okay, so please, during the vacation... I had a severe stomach pains, like severe one. And I remember before then, our grandfather, Papa Ajaman Elvis came to visit. And he, when he was praying, he declared the fasting grace on some of us, like the whole church. And I remember clearly that that was the only declaration I responded to, even though before I could fast, but it wasn't regularly like that. So after that, there was a shift in my fasting life. I could fast. So when we went for the vacation, I was experiencing severe pains in my stomach. I couldn't do anything. Early morning, at dawn, I would be having attacks and all that. So I went to the hospital, and they said I had ulcer. But normally, as a, as a medical doctor, you would ask if I've been eating well or not. But the doctor said, have you been fasting? 
So because he said fast, and I just knew it's an attack. Because you're a medical doctor, you should ask if I'm eating well or not. Not use the phrase fasting. Do you get it? Yes. So I told Papa that I was having stomach issues and all that. And Papa, I didn't tell him directly. I was there one dawn. I don't know if he will remember. And he tested me. How is your stomach? But I had not complained to him that I had stomach pains. But at dawn, he just tested me. How is your stomach? So I was like, Papa, I didn't tell you I have stomach pain. So how did you know? And he was laughing. Then I knew that indeed, God speaks to his servant. So we went to Accra. And then the pains came again. So when we were there, Papa made Papa and Elvis pray for me again. And because of some issues, I couldn't come back to Kumasi with them. So they left for Accra and they came to Kumasi. And when they were coming... Uh, God bless the leadership board so much. Papa and leadership board prayed for me, like from Accra to they got to Kumasi. And the next day when I came to Kumasi, I don't know, I couldn't feel the pains anymore. And since I started feeling the pains, I couldn't fast too. Like 6 a.m. I have to eat. I couldn't fast. But when we started the 21 days, I fasted like with no water, no food the whole day. I was not even feeling hungry. And I didn't feel the pains. I didn't feel anything. I give glory to the Most High God. Papa, God bless you so much. Amen. Can we shout thank you, Jesus? Hallelujah. This is our last but one testimony from our sister, Paulina. Paulina did an internship at GH1. While some of us, uh, yeah, I was not part. Whilst Edmond, they were doing this at Sankey's restaurant. She did hers at GH1. And then this was through the encouragement and then the counsel of our father. Can we celebrate our father once again? And then right after the internship, she started this video. How many of us have been watching her videos? So when I came, I started posting some um, commonly mispronounced words. Somebody does it and somebody does it and uh, the corrections will be made. And I'll, so Apostle said I should do those videos myself and post them. So I obeyed and I did it. I, he said I should post it on every social media. So the first video I posted on Instagram, a man texted me and he's like, Sewa, I liked your video. So fast forward, he got my number, we were talking and he, he spoke to me on phone. He's in the US. So he spoke to me and he was like, Sewa, I want to sponsor you. It was weird. My mom was against it. My whole family, like they were like, somebody you don't know is helping you. And Apostle But the question saying, is, don't we pray for destiny helpers? You see how we are? Christians, eh? We, we pray to God we don't believe. You are asking God to send you a destiny helper. He has sent you one. Your whole family is now against the destiny helper. So you won't go to appear in a cloud. Meba, meba, maba. All right, let's... <laughs> So I kept speaking to Apostle about it and he said we should pray, not knowing that from the man's side of the family too, people are telling him not to help me. So from the man's side, people are whispering, he came from the US to Ghana. Yes. And then the family members, ah, do you know the lady from anywhere? He said no. He said you can't sponsor somebody you just don't know on social media, maybe probably she's speaking. And he said, it was a battle from her side and the man's side. If somebody has promised, don't just think they will fulfill the promise. Oh, continue to enforce the will of God, hallelujah. After today, may the will of God be enforced in your life. So I kept praying and speaking to Apostle too. So I, I usually text him every day to see how he's doing. And just one day when I, 
I woke up at dawn. He had texted me. Said, why is this your mobile money number? I said, yes. And the next morning, I saw that he had sent my school fees. And I want to thank God so much for that. Can we celebrate Jesus? Oh, can we celebrate Jesus? Give the Lord a shout! Amen. So please, at this moment, can we all be upstanding? Let's be upstanding and let's prepare our hearts to hear the word of God. And then in the next 30 seconds, you are committing your heart to God that may God speak to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. May God speak to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the next 30 seconds, lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice. In the next 30 seconds, keep on praying. May God speak to our hearts. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Clap for Jesus. Is that the only thing you can do for Jesus? Lift up your hands and let's give him all the glory. Come on, lift up your hands with all the testimony. There were so many of them we couldn't read because of time. But I want us to lift our hands to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He's the doer of all the testimonies. Come on, lift up your hands and bless him. Lift up your hands and bless him. Give him all glory. Give him all honor in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name, of, I can't hear you, church. Just close your eyes. Thank God for all the testimonies. Last week we had so many testimonies. This week, so many testimonies. The more we thank him, the more he gives us more testimonies. Maybe probably you have not received a testimony yet. One way to log into people's testimony is to thank God for that testimony. And as we are thanking God for that testimony, you are activating the same grace upon your life. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we honor you and we bless you. Thank you for the Hope Revival Church. Thank you for the leaders. Thank you for the members. Thank you for your acts in our midst. No man can do this except you, Lord. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I love your smile. Is the person smiling? Delight, are you smiling the opposite way or the other way? Delight, smile the opposite way. Don't look at Elam, smile the opposite way. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap, give the Lord a clap. And you can have your seat. Amen. So it's our Thanksgiving service, hallelujah. I said it's our Thanksgiving service, hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout. We are going to be doing much of shouting today. What do you think? Oh, what do you think? Amazing. So Luke chapter 17, the verse 11. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter 17, verse 11. On the way to Jerusalem, uh -huh. he was passing along. Now, I'm going to explain to you why Thanksgiving. You see, okay, Matthew chapter 13, verse 19. Let's look at the power. You see, whenever you come to church and how you sit will determine how you are receptive to the word. If you sit anyhow, it means that, tell him, my bread. I made my own I'm sorry, uncle. And the moment, the way you sit can even make you tired in your mind. Hallelujah. So sit like a king. Sit like a king. Aha. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Matthew chapter 13, verse 19. Matthew chapter 13, verse 19. Uh -huh. The seed that fell on the fourth path uh -huh. represents those who hear the message uh -huh. about the kingdom and don't understand it. Now, do, 
Uh, read it again. The Thank seed you, Holy Spirit. Uh, that fell on the fourth path. There is somebody you have a problem with your right eyeball. The Lord is healing you after the service. Amen. Let your amen be louder. Amen. Continue. The seed that fell on the fourth path uh -huh. represents those who hear the message uh -huh. about the kingdom and about the kingdom and do not understand. So that means that hearing the word of the kingdom does not guarantee outstanding results until there is understanding. Can I repeat it? Oh, can I repeat it? Hearing the preaching about God's kingdom does not guarantee outstanding results until there is an in-depth understanding of the word. So understanding is very important. So when we say it is Thanksgiving service, what is your understanding about Thanksgiving? We can't just rush and praise. We can't just rush and wave our handkerchief. What is the power back in dancing? You see, the reason why Malams and other people who belong to other regions command so many resources is because they understand what they do to their God. For instance, when I went to the north recently, I mean for my father's funeral, before they drummed, one of my uncle caught a hen, cut the head of the hen, and poured the blood on the drum before they drum. What are they doing? They understand that they can't just dance to their God without making a sacrifice. But a believer will come and dance and yield no resource, but an awkward or a conformable son, and through their dance, a power will be invoked, and through the invocation of that power, miracles happen in their meeting. So now the question is, why is it that when we come to church and dance, we can't invoke God's power? Why? We are in the kingdom, but we don't have understanding. It is very important we pray for divine understanding when it comes to God's kingdom. Read it again. The seed that fell on the footpath uh -huh. represents those who hear the message uh -huh. about the kingdom. So and you realize that those who did not understand were not outstanding. You can, listen to me, you can be in church for 20 years like Nicodemus. But you will never see the power of God until there is a certain level of understanding. So when you read Ephesians chapter 4 verse 18, the Bible says the prince of this world has darkened their understanding. So one of the greatest battles of every believer is not against Satan. Satan is not our enemy. Ignorance is our enemy. Any believer who is able to deal with ignorance has overcome Satan. Why? For the lack of knowledge, my people, so you can be a child of God yet be perishing. Belonging to a church does not guarantee safety. When you belong to the kingdom, it guarantees safety. How do I know you belong to God's kingdom? When you have a revelation about where you belong to. Imagine me, suddenly, Otufo comes to me and say, I impregnated your mother. Do I need a prayer point to know that I become rich? Not... <laughs> Knowledge was listen. Your level of knowledge about your kingdom will shift your position in God's kingdom. You can be in the kingdom, but if you lack knowledge about dancing, you will never command results through dancing. I see many people now. Don't we see people dance in festivals and they command things? It means that dancing can command power, but if you don't have understanding about dancing, you can't command any power. So it is very important when we come to church, you pray for understanding. Many of us don't give offerings because we don't understand. Many of us don't wave our hands because we don't even understand the power of waving. But I don't believe I will do this and something will happen. 
a believer will do this, nothing happens. Why? The difference between us and them is because they understand what they do, but we don't understand what we do. Somebody can take an egg, the egg you fry and you eat. Somebody can splash it, and say, my boy, yeah. And the next two weeks, something happens to you. What commanded the results was not the egg, was understanding. Spirits do not respond to just prayer, they respond to the mind of a person. Spirits. So the Holy Ghost will respond to you today not because you are jumping because your understanding has jumped out of ignorance <laughs> i've seen people dance walls down they didn't pray the wall of jericho didn't come down because of a prayer it came down because they understood that through a shout god can come down so today as we are shouting jesus baraka when, now, when you are in a football park, when Messi scores a goal, he does not have able to shout. But the understanding, they shout because they know that a goal has been called and it calls for a celebration. Now, in God's kingdom, we don't shout because Messi has scored a goal. We shout because we can shout our God ahead. Come on, are you just sitting there? Give the Lord a shout! Now Luke chapter 17 verse 11. The reason why some of you danced in the first service and you could not command. Now in our meetings we see so many stupendous things happen. Miracles happen. Now, do say, please come. Now on, when we went to the mountains, the supernatural, when I was teaching about the power of praises, now he had received, now you applied for what? Uh, a contract. A contract. Yeah, what what do you do? and we give uh, IT support to companies. Okay, so now, what happened when we went to the mountains? Uh, Papa instructed us to just dance. And before we danced, he used some oil to, you know, surround us. And right after dancing, I received a call. I received two minutes. Now, how long have you been waiting for that call? For uh, three months now. For three months? He has been waiting for a call. No, wait, how do you dance for a call to come? Now, the things of God does not make sense to our carnality. If you want to relate with God by your scientific knowledge, I'm a medical student, so I want to understand God. God will defy your medical understanding. One day, somebody walks into my room. He has pals at his buttocks. Sit on the chair and pray on. Gets up and the pals disappear. Wait, you see? You see, to some of you, one cocoa grows But there is another power. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. Wherever the spirit of the Lord is, not medicine, wherever the spirit of God is, there is total liberty. So as we are praising God, we are invoking the power of God. Whilst we were praising on the mountain, the first day was only praises. We only praise God. We didn't pray. Because the Lord told me, let them praise me. And through that praise, that same day, we recorded Downfunding testimonies. Whilst we were praying, he had two missed calls. And suddenly, I see deaths cancelled. Suddenly, the man called, the man he was calling and re- he was rejecting the call. After we praise, God convicted the heart of the man. There is now, if you know how to convince the heart of God, the heart of men will always be at your hands. Now, if you know how to convict the heart of God, if you know how to touch God,
God's heart. He will always make sure that men are always at your disposal to help you. Women today are using their money to catch the heart of men. But in God's kingdom, we use God's heart to touch the heart of men. How do you touch the heart of God? Through praise and worship. We can dance for five minutes and I'm telling you, if you are sick here, I'm going to receive instant testimonies today. And suddenly, the call he was waiting for three months came in within three minutes. Give the Lord a shout! Minute. Luke chapter 17 verse 11. Luke chapter 17 verse 11. Uh-huh. On the way to Jerusalem. Please, whatever condition you came here with, there is a God who is a specialist in healing, in miracles, in signs and wonders. Now, how do you give reference to God? By paying attention to the word of God because the word of God is God himself. If I'm talking to you on your phone, it means you don't respect God. You respect your phone more than God. And that's the reason most believers don't get results. Because you respect a man-made thing. On the way to Jerusalem, uh-huh. and as he entered a village, uh-huh. he was met by ten lepers. He was met by ten lepers. Who stood at a distance? Who stood at a distance? And lifted up their voices. And lifted up their voices. Saying, uh-huh. "Jesus, uh-huh. Master, have hot. mercy on us." Uh-huh. When he saw them, uh-huh. he said to them, uh-huh. "Go and show yourself to the priest." Uh-huh. And as they went, uh-huh. they were cleansed. Now, when they met Jesus, there were ten lepers. After the encounter, there was a miracle. After this encounter, may the Lord give you a miracle. Amen. Continue. And as they went. They were cleansed. Then one of them. Then one of them. When he saw that he was healed. When he saw that a miracle had happened to the body. Turned back. Turned back. Praising God with a loud voice. Praising God with what? A loud voice. Oh, come on, child. Praising God with what? A loud voice. Some people say, May the may so many more. Have you ever seen a Barcelona fan shouting? Because I had it. I fought the one now. Isn't it? Because we can't shout out of our heart. Imagine. You know what I said? Mercy, I show. How would people know? Back You see? It alerts everybody. So the Bible says, when you see Jesus healed 10 people, but out of the 10, only one returned. Now, your attitude in God is connected to your gratitude. How far you can go with God depends on how you can remember the act of God in your life. If you want God to be involved in your daily life, you must always involve him in your daily life by thanking him every day. Every day, Lord, I thank you. I will see. If you want God to take you far, you must always give Him the glory. Oh, my boss, dear, me tell you, I'm sorry. What's in the swing to the world? Papa, dear, offering another cream. Let's carry them. The Bible says no man can receive anything unless it is given. So that means that whatever we are receiving today through our parents was given to God to our parents to give it to us. Yeah. Some of you, when your uncle sends you some hundred dollar, that week, the way you will post your uncle, uncle is brave, uncle is the best, uncle forever. I, 
Do you know what you are doing that? Because you are doing that with a motive that your uncle will see it. Now, how many of you posted someone and the person didn't see it and you posted him again? And you were always checking if the person has viewed it. How many of you? And if they don't view it the next day, was the anchor my post on Tuesday and you won't, won't hear you. Now there is a way you also post God by going on your knees, you are shouting, you are praising, and as you are doing that, you are provoking miracles. Give us our daily bread. I say in the name of Jesus, as you are shouting, God is shifting things. Now watch this, continue. Continue. He, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet. And he fell on his face. Number one, he returned with a loud voice. Number two, he fell on his face. Uh-huh. Giving thanks to him. Giving thanks to him. Uh-huh. Now he was a Samaritan. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, uh-huh. We're not Now Jesus is God, do we know that? And now Jesus is about to reveal another dimension of God. There are many people sitting here. God has done a lot for you. And you are still asking for more when you have not already thanked him for what he has already done for you. Now, the moment you refuse to give him glory, he takes away the letter you have. I'm going to prove it to you from the Bible. Many of us, we were enjoying favor and we think it is our skill, our intellect. Now, you re- realize that before David got to Saul's house, it was a recommendation by somebody. Remember this. David was killed. He was anointed. He was a warrior. But you realize that prophecy was not fulfilled until God used another man in the house of King Saul. And the young man said, I have recognized a young guy called David. And he's of a skill. He's this, he's that. And through that recommendation, David got into Saul's house and became a king. Now watch this. When David was dancing and praising God, that Michal, a wife of David, came to him and said, ah, Why are you dancing like that? A whole king? Why are you jumping all over? So the lady was so much conscious about the kingship. Now, and David replies to the lady and says, listen to me, me being a king today is not as a result of me killing Goliath. There is a God who installed me as a king. Now, some of you, you think you are where you are because of divine connections. You think you are where you are because your boss loves you so much. Know that there is an invisible hand working things out for your good know it David said to Michal wasn't it God who made me a king instead of your father so now when you know who your source is you keep giving him thanks now David recognized God as a source that was why he was dancing before God many of you don't dance before God because you know that God is not your source you were healed you give the glory to a doctor no whilst the doctor was operating on you there was an, another another angel God sent to come and have, have you seen doctors operating on people and they are dead so when you go and you come out know that there was an invisible God working through a visible hand Jesus asked uh-huh. didn't I heal ten men now Jesus is asking didn't I heal ten men where are the other nine? Where are the other nine? So that means that God takes interest with the num- in the number of people who come back to give him glory. You are sitting down as if God has only healed one leper. And Jesus is saying that, ah, but it was ten people who came to me. Now that means that anytime we come before the Lord, I, I mean, how many of us are here? We are many. Now, the ten lepers encountering Jesus means that all of them, one way or the other, receive a touch. So that means that one way or the other, when we come to church, 
every one of us, one way or the other, we receive a touch. But you see, the Bible said, when the guy going, when he saw that he was healed. Now, when you don't see, you refuse to give him thanks. When you don't see him as the one doing the miracle, somebody sent you an alert. If you don't see God compelling somebody to send you the alert, you may think that it was the person, but there was an invisible God that touched on a Sunday and on a Tuesday, somebody sent you an alert. If you don't give him the glory by seeing that it was God involved in that act, you are about to revoke the act of God by your forgetfulness. Continue. Where are the other nine? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God? Has no one returned to give glory to God? You think your mom is taking care of you? You think your dad is taking care of you? Wait till one sickness crush all of them. Wait till one sickness or one accident will sweep away all your helpers. And you realize that it was not them, but there was a God working through them for you. Oh, me there. Made a, made a connection there with the media around Wait until the hand of the Lord is lifted. Realize that even when ants see you, do do ant. Uh-huh. And Jesus said to the man, uh-huh. Stand up and go. Uh-huh. Your faith has healed you. Step up and do what? Go. Now, let me explain something. Sit down. Let me explain something here. Now, the lepers were healed. Now, a leper, their hands were chopped off. Like, they were eaten by that, that leprosy. Now, you see, when they were going, that thing that was eating their hands got healed. So that means that if all their hands were chopped off, they were healed so that the thing would not continue. Now, but the one who returned to give all the glory to God, the Bible says he was made whole. Do you know what it means? God restored, Jesus made the hand grow back. No, you see, he was healed. The other nine were healed. That means God actually stopped the sickness from what spreading. But the one who returned to give him the glory, Jesus did not only stop the sickness, but he made the restoration back. So that means that there are some of us, we are only healed, but we are not whole. Man of God, how can I be whole? Is it fasting? No. Is it prayer? No. What is it? Give him the thanks. And he will restore you back. And I will restore the years, the locusts, and the caterpillars. So there is a God who can no, no doctor can restore any man. Doctors will amputate your leg, but there is a God when you praise him, he yeah. Blind Bartimaeus said, I have been blind from death. And Jesus said, do you know the one you are talking to? If you know my state, you will praise me into your miracle. And the Bible said, he touched the eyes of a man who has been born blind. And the eyes was open. Doctors can heal, but God makes whole. Oh, Shabarakatua. You may be born into a poor family. But as you are praising God, he's creating a great miracle in your life. Now, Pastor Charles, quickly. How can I thank God? Thanksgiving is expressed through praise. Thanksgiving is expressed through praise. When you are thankful, you are always praiseful. How do I know you thank God? Or how do I know you are, you are full of thanksgiving? When you begin to express your thanksgiving through praise, 
Now, what is praise? Right? Praise simply means celebration of God's person. You are celebrating God's person in your life. What is praise? It means you are celebrating God as your source of blessing in your life. So when somebody is dancing, do you know what the person is saying? God is my God and God is my source. So your dance is a communication to God. To me, the Lord, through my dance, I am thankful you are my source. Praise simply means celebrating God's power. So number one, celebration of God's person. Number two, celebration of God's power. Number three, celebration of God's glory. Anyone that begins to dance, begin to praise God, begin to wave the handkerchief, you are doing three things. You are celebrating God as a person. Number two, you are celebrating God's power. Number three, you are celebrating God's glory. Now, do you know that when Messi scores a goal, we are not just celebrating the goal, but we are celebrating three things. Number one, the skill. Number two, the goal. And number three, the person. Huh? We celebrate mercy and we celebrate the skill and we celebrate the goal. So it's a chiaquano, it's a skill. One is chiaquano, mercy. One is a goal. So we are celebrating a person in three ways. So whenever we say we are praising God, you are celebrating the personality of number two, you are celebrating the glory of God. Number three, so you are seeing God in three persons, the glory of God, the power of God, and the person of Jesus. So I shouted, may God arise. Hallelujah. And in praise, you see God as bigger above all. Not your mother, not your boss. Not a sergeant, not a general, not your iPhone connection, man. My God. Unto one, you see, let, let, me, let me show you this. Anytime you give God's glory to a man, you are telling God to kill the man. Yeah. Anytime, if you want God to be the, you see, if you want God to be the reason why your uncle's business will go down, keep the uncle dear. Uncle, uncle. You give your uncle more fans than God. The next time you call him, you will not pick. One week, on pick it. Two weeks, on pick it. I've been there two years. Uncle, me talk about you. Nancy, and your mom, why? You have you have converted God's glory to a man. How do I make God work in the life of my uncle when you keep giving God's glory to him through your uncle? God is the one working through your mother, not your mother. If God takes his strength out of your mother, can your mother work? If God takes his bread out of your mother, can she work? So anybody God is using in your life today, the percentage of glory you give to that. Now, we don't even give glory to man. We thank man, but we give glory to God. My uncle is about the family. You are always running for that uncle. But when it comes to church, you are not running for God. And God is saying, eh, okay, let's see. 69 years old, that's what you can pass around there. Learn to return all the glory to God. The Bible said, all oh, the, the one person returned to give glory to Jesus. So, Pastor Charles, what are the components of praise? Now, you are telling me that if I'm going to be thankful, I must thank God through praise. Now, how do I praise God? Let me teach you how to praise God. Number one, through singing. Psalm 18, verse 49. Pastor Charles, I don't have a good voice. Did God say sing with your good voice? Sing. 
Lord, I give you my heart. Now, you see, my preaching voice and my singing voice is different. Because the moment you decide to praise God, God will tune your voice. Your voice was thundering. But the moment you decided to praise a good God, He will tune your voice. Look at Therefore, I will praise you, Lord. Among the nations, I will sing about. So singing is a sign of praise. Pastor says, how can I praise God today? How, I, I'm in white, but how can I praise God? No man, through singing. Okay, now with Jibia Sinungum. Bigum. Bigum. Invitation. Demons. You're welcome. Number two, through dancing. Psalm 149, verse 3. I'm teaching about the components of praise. In your room, one day, I can lock myself in the room and praise God for one hour. Jumping. Because God looks at the size of my heart. Right. So number two, dancing. Psalm 149, verse 3. Let them praise his name. You see, the first one, he said, let them praise his name through singing. And to, the second one, let them praise his name with dancing. With what? So one way you can praise God. What are you doing? You are praising God through air. Now how many of you have area assemblymen? When he's coming, the boys, chairman. See that man. Now the moment you do that, what is happening? You are trying to make the person's head big and anything in the pocket. Now, that's why I told you that if you know if you know how to touch the heart of a person, they will always keep emptying their pocket for you. You don't go to empty his pocket. Learn to touch his heart through praises. You are in your room. And God is saying, Ah, my God. My son is shaking me. My um, I, 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 do I get do I have some praises here? Do I have some dances here? Shake your body, shake your body, shake your body. Number three, through clapping. When you clap, clap, clap. You are praising God. Now wait. In a class, when somebody answers a question, what do we do? When it's a good question, what do we do? When God does something good in your life, you must clap God. You must celebrate God. Psalm 47 verse 1. Clapping is a sign of praising. Some of you only clap for your girlfriends. Wow. She sends you a picture and you send her a clapping emoji. Wow. Ha! I said, babe. I don't want to say this. Clap your hands. All you people. Shout to what? What? You see, clapping your hands. You see, do you know why you are not commanding resource? Because number one, you don't know that singing compels God or singing brings glory to God. Number two, you don't know that dancing. Number three, you don't even know that as you clap your hands, God is praised. You don't know. Psalm 32 verse 11. Number four, shouting. People don't know. As you shout, God is always lifted. Look at, be glad in the Lord and rejoice. You righteous ones, shout for, shout for. So how do I praise God? Number one, through singing. Number two, through dancing. Number three, through clapping. Number four, through. Number five, through lifting of your hands. Oh Jesus, I worship you. When the two is dancing, now when he's dancing and he does this, what does he say? 
Did he say anything? But when he did this and did this, you know that he's communicating something. So anytime you lift up your hands, you may not say, Lord, I thank you for healing me. But as you lift up your hands, you are communicating to God that, Lord, I thank you for touching me. Psalm 134, verse 1 to 2. That is the lifting of your hands. Number, 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 seven. number 6. Falling prostrate on the floor like this. Lord, I worship you. The last time you prostrated before the Lord, before you prostrated was when the lady said, Yes. Yes, miss, lie down. You want to demonstrate to the girl, say, Oh, don't ask her. Three weeks into the line. And I can just say, I mean to me, because the demands, you know. Oh, uh, Tuesday, big, wig, we have to mommy. One more And lying prostrate on the floor, Psalm 72, verse 11, and Revelation chapter 4, verse 10. Now, in heaven, 24 elders are always lying before God. They are 24 7, they don't stop. Listen, Psalm 72, verse 11. Let all the kings bow down to him, and let all the, see, bow, kings are bound down. Let me ask you a question. Are you a class captain? Are you a class captain? Assemblyman? In your family, that's, uh, did they recognize your voice? No. So the Bible says that. Why laughing? No. Are you a class captain? No. So you are nothing. But the Bible says, let all the kings. And you are a king. But you see, you don't know. First Peter 2 9. We are kings. He has made that king. So we are supposed to be bound to the king of kings. In as much as we are king, one or two for meet. I mean, one or two for meet. Okay, there are kings. But realize that there is a king. When we meet as people of God, we are kings. But amongst the kings, there is a king. And we all show our respect to him by and Revelation 4, 10, 11. You lie. You lie down. You cast your crown. What is your crown? You see, people don't know what the crown is. A crown is what you are. What you represent in the society. Now this brother of mine, uh, there's a military man here. Obed, I've seen you darking your face, darking your eyes. He's a military man. When you come before the Lord, don't say, I'm a military man. You, you cast away. So that person said, they cast their crowns. So when you come before the Lord, it's not about your military, it's about who you are serving. Now look at this. The 24 elders fall down before the one seated. So when we come here, as you are falling down, you're not falling down before me. No. You are falling down before the one who is seated. Who? Jesus. The King of glory. Seated on the throne and worship the one who lives forever. That your boss live forever. Your auntie, your uncle abroad, your uncle who is the connection man in UK or whatever, do they live forever? And they cast their crowns. So no matter what you represent, you are a doctor, you are a nurse, when you are before him, your crowns don't matter, cast it. That is humility. Many people don't bow before the Lord because they are too conscious of who they are in the society. They are not conscious of who they are in the presence of God. Oh, Oh, doctor, doc, doc. How many people know some people in church like that? Bless you. I want to say, I'm going to go to They are so conscious of themselves. Such people, they don't bow. They, they don't lift up their hand. They are too big. But the Bible says the 24 elders fall down before the one who is seated on the throne and worship him and the one who lives forever and ever cast their crowns. Tell somebody, tell him, what are you? Cast your crown. Hey, I said, look at the person, cast your crown. Some ladies can't even lift up their hands. 
mistakenly one day in a service a guy was blessing God Lord I give you glory and the lady was standing beside no no the lady was wearing away Lord I give you the glory and the, the guy's last finger lifted up the wig he said my God and the lady was having a bow head the guy was crashing on the guy after that after the worship God revealed the real identity of the lady to the guy and the guy said my God I can't the Lord has delivered me through worship so if you want to know the one system beside you always learn to lift up your hands the real identity of ladies are revealed through worship because you know why as you're worshiping uh, the sweat it will re- as you're worshiping praise it now the sweat will begin to review the real makeup one day in a certain African country a guy married Ofrija Toba he didn't know throughout any time they will meet the girl will do a, the girl will do a makeup on their honeymoon the girl was and say babe hey and I said what who are you I said I'm your wife now I said no this is not what I married the guy sued the girl learn to praise learn to listen some of you here you are too big for God and that's why he can't bless you you are too big they cast their crown you what being your class you know what are sorry called in your way over see we are here they cast their crown you are beautiful cast that crown you are you are intelligent cast that crown you are smart cast that crown any crown you are carrying that makes people clap their hands for you whenever you come before the lord of lords and the king of kings cast it down now what happens when we praise what happens you see i've taught you the meaning of thanksgiving number two i've taught you the components of praise number three i'm teaching you what happens when you praise god so that as you are praying something will something stupendous will rest upon your life number one psalm 22 verse 3 the supernatural presence of god is activated psalm 22 verse 3 anytime we enter into the realm of praise we activate the presence of god as you are dancing you are activating the presence of god now when you're in the club when you're dancing do you know you are also activating a certain presence last alcohol all kind of things but you are holy and thrown in the praises of israel king james version the bible said thou inhabited the praises of his people and don't forget the presence of god is god himself so whenever god is praised he comes down and the bible said god loves to inhabit inhabit means he loves to dwell wherever he's praised so if you want to always have the presence of God, you must always learn to praise. As you are praising, you are inviting God. And don't forget, wherever the Spirit of God is, there is total liberty. So if you were sick and you want the Holy Ghost to liberate you, you praise God and through the praise, the Holy Ghost comes in there. When he enters your room, all the depression will go. One day I was preaching here and that guy has been smoking for nine years. How many remember? Nine years. I was preaching. Preaching, preaching, preaching. Suddenly, he, began, he, was, he was feeling cold. Feeling cold. The sudden the addiction left him. I didn't touch him. So in, as I'm talking, angels are ministering to people one by one. I said they are touching you one by one. The jokes are broken today. The joke is broken today. I 
pieces are broken today. Your doors are open today. Receive your testimony. Receive your testimony. There is a divine turn around by the presence of God. Your body is healed. Your liver is healed. Your pancreas are healed. Your stomach is healed. I command you are healed. I said I command you are healed. You are loosed. Receive a double for your trouble. So the presence of God is activated. Number two, supernatural breakthroughs. Now, praises is your guarantee for supernatural breakthrough. The devil is more concerned about your praise than your prayer. Because when you pray, angels are released. But when you praise, God is released. Now, we read in the book of Daniel, they realize that the devil, the prince of Persia, was able to battle with an angel. But can Satan battle with God? So Satan is much conscious about your praises than your prayer. If he can stop angels, he doesn't mind you pray. But if he can, he can't stop God. He will stop you from bringing God. So one way Satan will always stop you from having access to God is to stop you from praising. But anyone that is a prayer machine, you are always activating God. Can God be stopped? So how do I activate the unstoppable God by praises? Number three. Favor. Now, this favor, many people don't know. A young girl in the Bible was the reason why the head of John the Baptist was cut off. Now, the Bible says in Mark chapter 6, verse 22 to 25, the Bible says, A young girl danced, and her dance pleased the king. Now, watch this. And the king asked the young girl, Ask me, because your dance has pleased me. Ask me even to the half of my kingdom. Anything you ask shall be given to you. So that means that it is not only prayer that brings what favor. When you praise God, anything in the kingdom of God is allocated to you. The young lady danced so much. And the king said, young lady, I love the way you dance. I love the way you are shaking your bum bum. And through the shaking of the bum bum, you are shaking my mind. What can I do for you? You see? There is a way, and she came in a straight way with the, in the haste to the king and asked, I will thou give me. You see, when the lady danced and pleased the king, the king asked the lady, What do you want me to give you? Ask of me anything to the half of my kingdom, and it shall be given to you. And the, the mother of the lady deceived her and said, Ask for the head of John the Baptist. You, wow. So that means that actually, the head of your enemies can be given to you when you learn to dance to please the king of kings. Praises is a warfare. So pray, nothing is happening. Praise God. Anybody militating against your advancement as you're about to praise God, all their shackles are broken today. They are broken today. Let your amen turn. All the doors are open today. All their spells are broken today. I see it just moving. I say, all their shackles are broken today. Number four, unstoppable breakthroughs in praise. Don't allow any situation to cast you down. Rise in praise. Rise in praise. And get God on your side. Now, as you engage God through praise, there is an unstoppable breakthrough. Joshua chapter 6 verse 20. Joshua was, was thinking, how can we bring the wall of Jericho down? And the Lord said to me, praise me. So, now, how many people are thinking about how you can advance in life? How the future holds for you. Now, how, what do you do? You praise God into your future. 
He's the one who can go ahead of your future. Not even your boyfriend doesn't even know tomorrow. Including myself. Nobody knows tomorrow. No, no prophet even knows tomorrow. Unless God reveals tomorrow to them. So there is a God of tomorrow. And there is a God of yesterday. You can praise God into your past and he'll go there and correct errors. And you can praise God into your future so that he can go and make the past straight. So the people shouted. When the, when the priest instrumentalist, listen to this part. So the people shouted. The people shouted. When the priest blew the trumpet, I will learn how to play a trumpet. Like, because the priest, I'm the priest here. I have to learn how to. And it came to pass, when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, see, there is a way you blow the thing. You see, the lady danced and it pleased the king. There is a way you dance and praise God. That pleases the heart of God. God has not just accepted anything. Cain and Abel, he accepted one often and rejected one. Inasmuch as we are all dancing, that's no mean that God will accept your dance until you dance according to his what? Prescribed dancing. We are here. You are already rejected before the Lord. May this sound your announcement in life. And the people shouted for joy. Go to verse 21. You see? Some of you, you don't know what is happening. You see, we don't see to believe. We believe to see. Some of us, when I pray for somebody, I don't need to know how the power is entering the body of the person. All incurable diseases are dying now. We went to the mountains. This lady has ovaries for five years. And I said, after we prayed, it was after we praised, right? It was after the prayer. And I said, go down now and check it. It is gone. Ovaries for five years. She didn't know. Wait, she couldn't go down. She went and checked. Ovaries no more. Five years. Why? We were shouting to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Listen, the praises does not only involve singing. Shouting is part, jumping is part, screaming is part, and something is happening to you. Jump! Listen, and they utterly destroyed all that was in the city. Both the man, their shout became a weapon and destroyed the people in the city as was shouted. Hallelujah! Angels are all over here. Keep standing. I'm telling you, may your eyes be open to see them. Negative reports are changing. The reports are changing. The doors are open. I don't like your amen at all. The doors are broken for yourself. Your destiny is turning around. Your life is turning around. Thunder them. Amen. If you came here with a condition, you can check it. It is gone. Your ears are popped open. Your eyes are healed. The answer is out. Miracles are happening to your body. Receive your miracle now. Receive the presence of God. Receive the presence of God. Take your favor. I said, take your favor. In the name of Jesus, protocols are broken. I see twenty thousand dollars. Some contracts are being released. One day I came from Accra. You don't know what is happening in the spirit. Now, when I came from Accra, I greeted this girl. 5,000, 4,000, 2,000, 3,000. Wait, wait, wait. I was only shaking them, but it was not me, it was Jesus. This lady received 10,000 Ghana cities. Free of charge, 50,000. Listen, listen. Now, if God can use a man to give you a miracle, now you don't need me. Like Hannah, go past Ellie and receive your miracle. 
standing. Now, Thanksgiving keeps God at work. It has happened. What has happened? It has happened. What has happened? Pastor, it has happened. What has happened? As you are shouting, mobile money alerts. Your breakthroughs today. Your results are changing. Your results are changing. Amen. Uh, Amen. So our sister was feeling severe menstrual pains. Wow. And then she was sitting here and then she came out. So when I saw her, she was trying to vomit. And wow. I told her to sit at the back. And then right now, as we said, she shout. She started shouting. And then to the glory of God, the pain has shouting. All the cases are broken. Oh, Pastor Charles, some years ago, I was working in favor. I'm no longer working in that favor. You are not working in it because the one who has been making you work in it, you don't praise him. How do I keep having favor with God? Keep praising him. Keep dancing. Keep clapping. Keep shouting. As... Number six. Now, thanksgiving preserves and keeps your blessing. Anytime you are thankful, you are activating God's power to preserve you. Is it good? The one who gave you the riches is the one who is supposed to keep you from other witches. Should I repeat it? The one who gave you the riches should keep you from witches. Witches, not rich. So he gives you the riches and his protection protects you from witches. John chapter 10 verse 18 coming over to steal, to kill and to destroy. Satan's assignment is to keep destroying whatever God is doing. But anytime you look into praise, you are activating God's protection power on you. Look at Job chapter 1 verse 10. The Bible says, Satan said to God, having to place a hedge around. Now there are three types of protection. Every man needs life. Three. Number one, the Bible says in Job chapter 1 verse 10. And he was in the world. Job, Job 1.10. Job, how Satan refused the three protection every man needs. Many are only protected in their body, but they are not protected in their business. So if Satan cannot attack your body, he will attack your business. Has thou not made a hedge about him? Number one. Number two, about his house. Number three, about all that he has. One day, Bishop Kakabedu was driving, and suddenly, he saw two mighty angels beside one of his car. He said, Lord, who are these? And he said, these are the angels I've assigned to protect you. Satan said, have you not made a head around him? Now some of you are only enjoying God's protection around you, not around your house. So that is why I'm robbers keep breaking through. But if you can activate these three blessings by praises, you will be protected your body, your house, and everything that concerns you. Your business, your wife, you are in Ghana, she's in the UK. But because of your praises, there is a certain protection. Look at it. And thou hast blessed the work of the son, and the substance is increased on the land. Can I make this decree? After today, protocols are broken for your sake. I said protocols are broken for your sake. I decree by the presence of God, may people begin to locate to help you. I said may people begin to help you. Thanksgiving perfects your blessing. Everything God has started will be perfected when we give thanks. Ten lepers were prayed for, but it was a thanksgiving that perfected their blessing. Oh man of God, when you pray for me, my, there was a lady last week, she testified. Three testimonies in one. Number one, she had a lamp in her breast. Whilst I was preaching on Zoom, the lamp melted out. Number two, she was listening to one of my messages, and that morning she was supposed to go for a lab uh, scan. She was listening to the podcast. She fell under the power. In her room, I was not there. 
She was listening to the podcast. She fell under the power. Now the broken arm, when she got up, it got up repaired. No more. And her sister, who was pregnant, she bypassed her time for delivery. On Zoom, I prayed over what I said, drink it. She drank it, the sister gave birth. So there is a God. She testified one, and God said, then I'll perfect your broken arm. She testified about the broken arm. God broke that limit upon the sister's pregnancy. As we're about to praise God today, all the limits are declared broken. I hear this in my spirit. Any form of allegation against you, from today, I turn it into foolishness. Let the castle of the wicked be turned into foolishness. Let your amen ponder. Number two. Number three. Number four. Number five. Any form of any accusation, whether you were for it, by the message of God, I plead mercy in your favor. Court cases are cancelled. With school authorities, if I be a servant of God today, it is turned into your favor. Your landlady will have favor with you. Now, Thanksgiving provokes signs and wonders. When Thanksgiving becomes your lifestyle, signs and wonders become your natural experience. Man of God, how can I live in signs and wonders? Always praise the God who works signs and wonders. What do I, what do I mean? Anytime you are praising, you are always with Him. He's always with you. Now, the Bible says everywhere He went, He was doing good. So that means if you want goodness, always provoke the God of goodness. So at your workplace, you are there. As you are doing that, the God who makes signs and wonders and natural experience comes with you. So the Bible says, and the great while before the Jesus will wake up early in the morning and you will spend time with the God of miracles. So every day of Jesus' life was a, was a miraculous life. So man of God, how can I live a miraculous life Monday to Sunday? Always be in praising mood. Thanksgiving. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I bless you. Lord, I give you. One day, Dr. Kujabemba said, anytime you receive mobile money alert, he will wave the phone. One day I was going to Accra. I received one alert. I waved the phone. I said, thank you, Jesus. The moment I landed the phone, another one landed. The third one landed. I kept waving. Why? When Jesus lifted up the bread. Now, what did he do? In the realm of man, no bread can multiply to feed 5,000. So he understood that the economy of man is regulated by man. But in God's economy, it is the Holy Spirit. So Jesus lifted up the bread. There was a situation. He lifted up the situation before the God of all God. And the Bible says he thanked God and the power of God came upon them. The thing. Say, Lord, in the midst of this problem, I thank you. This is baffling. Eight years documents was released without stress. Eight years. They have been looking for a document to start a petroleum company. I said, God is going to do it. Recently, he sent the testimony. Apostle, God has the eight years. Eight years. Last but one. Now, this is the part I love. Thanksgiving releases resurrection power. That means anything dead in your life is prone to come back to life when you enter into the realm of Thanksgiving. The scripture. John chapter 11, verse 41 to 44. Lazarus was dead for four days. Jesus got there. He lifted up. He said, Father, I thank you. Lazarus came back to life. Now, in the second scripture I saw yesterday, that really provoked my heart. 
You see, some of you are quick to dance, but you do. You see, as you're about to dance, have these revelations in your heart. Okay, so if I dance, unstoppable breakthrough. If I dance, God keeps working. If I dance, God preserves my blessing. If I dance, God perfects my blessing. If I dance, God provokes signs and wonders. If I dance, the resurrection power. Some of you are working in certain opportunities until you did something and opportunities passed. People were blessing you left, right, center. Suddenly, the thing has stopped. Why? You have stopped giving thanks. When you start giving thanks, God will start promoting you. Now, first Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16. The resurrection power. If you are sick, you came here. Listen. The doctor Jesus. One day, Bishop, that was preaching. And then an the old man in South Africa said, Man of God, let me talk to you. He said, Bishop, said, hey. Okay. He said, do you know that when you sit down, when you were preaching, Jesus was sitting beside you. Yeah, Bishop, that said, me, I've been praying to see Jesus. I mean, he doesn't reveal himself to me. No man said, when you were preaching, Jesus was sitting there. And he was happy at your preaching. He said, Wow. You may not see angels. That's not mean they don't exist. Now, people put on those masks. Have you ever seen how the head of COVID-19 is? But you are always conscious about the fact that the head, most masks, number one. But you see, you have not seen any COVID, but you believe that there is a COVID. You may not see any archangel, but we believe they are there. Oh, yes, me are angels there. I don't joke with them. I've seen them work. I mean, some of you are here. I've seen angels work. Work strangely. As I'm talking to somebody, there is an angel in a certain office canceling debts, canceling debts. I command the angels to go now, now, now. Let them change your report, change your resource, change, change. Let them change, change, change. Let them change. My brother, what do you think? Do you want God to do a lot for you? Remember the things he has done and begin to thank you for those things. As you are thanking him, he's refilling your tank. Your tank is about to be refilled. In the month of February, supernatural activities of angels. Now, for the Lord Himself will descend from heaven. Even Jesus loves shouting. For the Lord Himself will descend from heaven with air and with the voice of an archangel. So that means that in the presence of God, whenever we shout, archangels are released. Now, watch this. And with the what? Trumpet of the Lord. So you realize that, number one, with a shout, number two, with angels. So that means in the atmosphere of shouting, mighty angels are released, number two, trumpets are released, and number three, what happens? And the dead shall do what? So anytime we miss shouting, there is an angelic provocation. And when angels are released, some trumpets must be released to back the angels. And as a result of that, things will be coming back to life. The Bible says, let the people praise the Lord, and the earth will yield forth its increase. So one way to have increase is to plug into the power of praise. This is how far God has brought us. So if you see us praising God, we are praising God because He is the source. Now there are so many testimonies sometimes, even when I read them, it shocks me. I mean, strange happenings. And this is how far our Jesus has brought us. Hallelujah. Every eye closed, every hand is lifted. If we are here, not give your life to Jesus. But saying, Pastor Charles, I want to dedicate my life. Every eye closed, everybody on your feet as we close. Everybody eye closed. This is the best moment heaven will rejoice. One way to praise God is to give your life. You are here. Somebody invited you for service. You want to say, Pastor, today, I want to also join the family of God. I want to join the 24 elders. I want to join the angels and give my life to Jesus. Close your eyes. Walk to me. You're not sure if you're born again. Walk to me now. I want to pray with you. God wants to write your name. God wants to wash away your sins.
died right away. He walked to me by the count of ten. You are not sure if you die tonight, you make it to heaven. You want to say, man of God, I want to dedicate my life to Jesus. Walk to me right now. One. Two. You are dead. You are not sure. Keep coming. Just give me a wave. I'll pray with you. You are not sure if you will die tonight. You see, with all the shouting and everything, if you are to die without dedicating your life to Jesus, it is a waste of time. I want to say, man of God, I danced, I shouted, but my name is not written in the book of life. This is the moment heaven is about to also rejoice with us. Walk to me right now. Thank you, Jesus. I feel the presence of God here. You are there. Give me a wave. I want to pray with you shortly and we are done. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I present these wonderful souls before you. Please, those in front of me, say with me, Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for today. Thank you for my life. And thank you for this opportunity you've given me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Have mercy upon me. Wash me with your blood. From today, I declare Jesus is my Lord and my personal Savior. I believe he came to die. He resurrected. And henceforth, I declare my name is written in the book of life. Say, Father, thank you for receiving me as your son. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, let me pray for you. Father, thank you for these wonderful souls committing their souls, their bodies, and their spirits. Lord, the same grace that brought them, may it establish them. Turn their life around. Make them a testimony unto others. In Jesus' mighty name.